Welcome back to the Millennial Podcast. <laughs> R.I.P. <Yeah. laughs> you, you, you definitely called it. <laughs> you can't. It's one of those things where if you know what a toxic relationship is, <laughs> you know the outcome. Yeah. What happened in Chernobyl? Yeah. This is kind of a lot like Chernobyl. It is kind of. You cannot run radiation. No. No. There's no way. Uh. I mean, I don't know where we should even start. I mean, we should just start with the beginning of the episode, really. Yeah. Um, because the beginning of the episode really is telling about Trisha's already weird mood, in my opinion. I've talked a lot about the subject, I feel like, in the past <clears throat> couple episodes. I want to hear your perspective on it. Because you're usually listening to me bitch about it. And I'm not calling this bitching by any means because mm-hmm. it's fascinating. It was a mm-hmm. real fucking thing that happened. But I want to like, hear your take on it since you never rarely I don't. speak I don't. on things. And you even went as far as to getting into TikTok beef this morning <laughs> over it. I had to. I had to, I had to educate some people on what gaslighting means. Like, so as some, I'm just going to, say this first as someone who stays very neutral I'm a very neutral minded person I definitely am somebody that's like not really on a side I can maybe like pick and choose who I feel is in the wrong but like I don't have opinions about a lot of like TikTok YouTube drama like I'm not really in all that but when I say that this for some reason like really struck a chord with me it really honestly did like I can't stop thinking about it And I know that sounds like really dramatic and there's a podcast. Like we know that Trisha Paytas is like already an all over the place person. Um, She's been very controversial her whole entire career. Um, Not even like she wasn't and just started doing it. Like that was really her platform was to be this like outlandish over the top person. Um, You know, and, and it's like, I don't really have, you know, I only have a lot of opinions about it, but this really made me feel like I, I did have more so because, you know, like as somebody who has mental health issues myself, you know what I mean? Like as somebody who like struggles with anxiety and depression, who's like been to therapy now for a couple of years. And I'm not saying this to like make myself look better or like any of that stuff. Like I don't go to therapy to please anybody else but myself. So like, that's just my thing on that. But I, and also someone who has struggled with people in their life who have gaslighted them, who has made them feel very small and little, like who's been in a a very toxic relationship as somebody who has experienced these things. Like, I think this, like, I hate to say this word, but it triggered me. It really did. Because I felt like I, I felt like the way she was acting, like is a conversation I've had before with somebody. You're in the room with them. Yeah, it was very frustrating um, to watch because you just want to step in and just be like, no, like this needs to stop. Like you need like in that moment, there like needs to be like a, a person in the middle. Like, OK, guys, like we're done. You know what I mean? But I that's a, the best way to explain it is I honestly felt like I was in 
in the room with them when it happened. And then I just felt like my blood boiling on it because the whole thing on her end was just so insensitive from the beginning. She was being insensitive and, you know, she brought up like Gabby Hanna or whatever her fuck name is. And like that kind of, she claims started her like manic episode. And it's like, no, like you were already kind of like making jabs and talking about like recycling episodes. And like, she started off that show strong. Like you knew she went in there with some fucking beef. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it felt like. She was in a bad mood from the very beginning. When she started talking, you knew she was in a bad fucking mood when right at the beginning she's bitching about the cosplay and she's like, no one even knows the Adam's yes. family. Yes. It's like, you know, right Adam's away. Adam's family values is considered the better one. People quote the second one more so than it's the way first better. one. Everyone loves fucking Debbie. Don't act like you don't know who fucking Debbie was. Right. Malibu Barbie. (laughs) Yes, I know. I literally like, that's what I think what I'm talking about is like, it was already obvious in the beginning. And Ethan's, and then she talks about how she doesn't ever pick the costumes, but then it's like, Ethan's like, well, it's a thing that we do it. We have our viewers. Like, let's be honest for a second. Frenemies is a fan based show. They run off their fans. It's based on their fans. So like, I feel like I can understand like Ethan's frustration when she's like, well, I never get to pick it because wasn't it always like the thing where like the fans picked it and read it like on Reddit and stuff. Yeah. Without a doubt. He does this as like a tribute for her. Yes. He is like, uh, so to anyway. try to share her interests on the show. Exactly. It's a fan based show. It's basically like, it helps them both, to be honest, because it gives her a different type of fan base and it gives him a different type of fan base. And it gives, him, it gives him 100% a different type of fan he's never had before. And like that guy said in the video you sent me, um, he even said, like, H3 is a dying channel. Like, they're not getting a lot of subs every day like they used to. You know, like, their content isn't like it used to. So, like, why wouldn't he use Trisha Paytas as a form of revenue? You know, with Trisha Paytas. Exactly. Because she knew that her situation was exactly the same way. Different, but she knew she was a dying content creator. And she knew that that probably wasn't going to go too far. She like, she was living off of making fun of 16 year olds who do fucking dances for a living. And it's like, they need each other, whether they want to admit this or not. It's a transactional friendship. Like, they help each other out financially, mentally. I think there's a lot of like tax, it toxic there with Ethan. I think Ethan like struggles with friendships and maybe like sucks Trisha's dick too much because of it. I don't know if it's like an anxiety thing for him or what it is, but he's very codependent with her. You can tell like the way he acts with her and the way he talks about her. He's very like into the friendship, it seems. Where I don't really know if I feel the same energy from Trisha Paytas, to be honest with you. She wants everything to be about her. Yeah, well, she says all the time, I don't like friends. I don't have any friends. I don't want friends. And I can see how someone would want to befriend her because you want to break that. You want it. You're like, I'm different. I can change it. I can be understanding. And I think he goes out of his way 
And that's what you really saw. And that's what really set the episode off was this is the first time she's gone at him and he's actually stood his ground with her. And she couldn't take it at all. It took 38 episodes for that Mm -hmm. to finally happen. And this is how it's still going off. She, She was on, she was active less than an hour ago on Twitter because we'll get into it more further, Mm -hmm. but now she's getting called out for being anti-Semitic. Uh, like, uh, okay, we'll get into that, but to finish, I guess my thought process on this topic, because once I start talking about this, I feel like I go in all different directions. So I apologize, but I fast, I, I basically, what I did was I watched a little bit of the beginning, a little bit of the middle and a little bit of the end, because I wasn't going to sit there and watch the whole thing through. Like I could already tell where it was going. I could already tell that there was going to be repetitive conversations in some of the minutes, you know what I mean? So I just was like, I'm going to fast forward through different sections. And I think like the second he starts sticking up for himself, she starts telling him he's, he's basically gaslighting her. Like she's making like an obvious kind of like spectacle of the fact that she's sad. And the whole time, like the argument that people are having on TikTok is like, well, why did he make her continue to talk when she said she was done talking? And I'm like, clearly she wasn't for one. She didn't stop talking about it. She kept like repeating herself over and over again. And then secondly, like if he didn't, ask her that question like okay do you want to continue talking then he would no matter what look like the bad guy because it looks like he's being dismissive towards her speaking up about whatever and like that to me is not even an argument like I think he genuinely was like listen if you're upset let's talk about it like if you're having a rough day let's talk about it like he never once dismissed her he never once told her that she was being sensitive he never told her her feelings didn't matter. He was just stating a fact. Like, you're, you keep telling... She said she was frustrated, like, five times. Like, he's just stating an obvious, which is clearly you're mad. Clearly you're upset. Clearly you have some feelings about stuff that should not be brought up in public. Like, the money thing, 100%, should have been a private conversation if she had that much issue with her percentage that she was getting. Yet, like... Not- contradicts herself with everything he says yeah Yeah. to go to add to your argument about what they're having on tiktok about she said she was done talking and he kept making her talk she kept going yes that's exactly what i said she doesn't stop she basically manipulates (laughs) the situation as it until it gets more and more even at the end when i know i'm fast forwarding a little bit and she storms off and she's like i can't talk about it anymore She's still going. She's trying to cause a scene and they're not reacting (laughs) to it the way she wants them to. No, because what she wanted Ethan to do was to stop right when she walked off and not have finished the show, like not done the sponsorships, not done any of that. Like she wanted him to completely cut cameras. Like the fact that she didn't want people to see her walk away, that's fucking weird. And that already tells me that, like, you don't want people seeing you for how you're acting right now. Like, you're already trying to, like, cover up some of your negative behavior. Because you know you're in the wrong. You automatically know you're in the wrong. You know you're... Because before she even was started with the whole, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. She was being very nasty. Unnecessarily rude. Yes. Having just a bad attitude it started off really when she said well i couldn't get my makeup done today I yeah like oh. I was being treated at starbucks yes. i didn't like that 
I had fans around me, which I can understand. Like, no one wants to be harassed. I'm not saying she should be harassed or you should be grateful for it. I'm with you with that. You want to be left alone in public. You want to be Mm -hmm. in and out of a fucking store when you walk into it. I get that. But at the same time, like, you're acting, you're, what I really don't like about her is she makes anything that she doesn't like seem like it's weird or there's something wrong with you. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Which is very manipulative. Yep. And you know what you're fucking doing when you do that type of shit. It just shows your bad intentions. And that's, I think, the main issue she's having and what she's having the meltdown about is people saw her in the wrong and you really can't defend it. Yeah. It was that bad. It was that bad. The irony of doing a Gabby Hanna video and I don't really even know much about Gabby Hanna no, besides like the crazy shit that goes viral I know <laughs> her singing yeah um, you kind of acted the same way that she seems to be acting like you totally did a fucking Gabby Hanna in the episode she did well and honestly the fact that she like brought her up herself like start like Ethan did or she did I don't know if she brought Gabby up in the first place but she starts going on a rant about her. And then Ethan starts chiming in and she goes, honestly, like we need to stop talking about her right now. Yeah. And I'm like, bitch, you literally were just taught bitching about it for like 20 minutes. Like, and he's trying to like join in or like offer something. And you're immediately like mad at him. Cause now it's his fault that her voice is being said in this podcast. Like immediately was like blaming the situation on that. It's like, so I'm being talked over. It's like, no. And that's what the people in the comments are really pointing out. They're like, how come anytime Ethan goes to talk about something, you cut him off? Yes. How come he's never allowed to talk about what he had? And I also see people are pointing out that she talked about the recycled content. But a lot of people were very quick to point out that they don't listen to H3, so they don't see that stuff. No. That's why I said yesterday. Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't watch the other podcast. They only watch one. Mm-hmm. So it isn't. And yeah, he goes on about shit and people do call him out about that. Yeah. Like Ethan's not innocent in this. In this case, yes, and to a certain degree. Yeah. Yeah. But she does the exact same shit. Mm-hmm. People don't want to hear you talk about David Dobrik every time. You're fucking on there. You bring up your fucking ex every single fucking time you're having an issue. He's not even fucking relevant anymore. No. no, At all. No one cares who the fuck he is. You said it yourself. He has a dying career. His cash cow is gone. Mm -hmm. Like, why the fuck are you still bringing him up? Right. Because he's not obsessed over you because he hasn't fucking been really the one to like grovel at your feet yeah he called you but so fucking what you don't even know what he wanted yeah you literally don't even fucking know Mm -hmm. so whatever but yeah Yeah. she was just from start to finish she's in the wrong and that's what she can't fucking deal with no she can't excuse for the way she acted or the things she said Mm -hmm. any of it and she keeps, and that's the thing, she runs her mouth and she ain't fucking saving herself. She just, more and more. Yeah, like, towards the end of that video, like, that's when I started to feel more like I was 
in the room with them. I think that's when I was really like, okay, this is giving me some anxiety now because, you know, like she's just sitting there and she's going and going and going and going and going. And it's like, just watching that happen. It's like, it's just crazy, you know, but I want to, I do want to say like, not to even say anything, but she just has a very narcissistic way about her. I'm not like saying she's a narcissist, but the way that she just like brings up things and talks about things is just very like narcissistic. And it's just obvious when like the attention or thoughtfulness really isn't on her, just how like evil she gets. Like you can just see in her eyes how fucking scary, nasty she was. Like you just know that that's who she really is on the inside. Like that shit was crazy. Like that's not, she's not acting like that's her fucking real self. Like I guarantee when the camera's off, she's probably like that in her normal everyday life. Because the thing is about mental health is you're not perfect. You have days you fuck up. I get that. But she literally mentioned in her TikTok today when she was like all dolled up. She's like, you know, I'm, she goes, but people questioning, she even like points out that people are questioning if her mental health is good. And she mentioned that TikTok, like, I will say like, I'm an, I'm a way healthy. Like my mental health is super healthy. I'm like, that is not self-awareness. Like there is no self-awareness within you to see like, okay, maybe these manic episodes happen more times than none. Or maybe I need to figure out a different solution to my problem because clearly if you're really seeing four therapists in a week, it's not working for you. No, or I would question the quality of who you're seeing. Yes. Like, are they friends? Is it someone you email? Like, there's a lot of people that like will say like, oh, I see a therapist and it's like a, it's a life coach or, and life coaches are so different than therapists. It's like, it's just fucking crazy. And the thing about therapy is like people think in therapy, you just bitch about everyone in your life and you do, and you complain and all this stuff. Like, yes, like therapy is about saying like, fuck him, fuck her. Like it's a way to like outlet yourself. But it's not to just bash those people. Like, it's also to reflect on you and to figure out ways that, like, you can become the best you can be. And thus, people that have caused those pains or caused those issues are talked about. But, like, they have their own shit to figure out. A lot of therapy is bringing self-awareness to an issue and figuring out the best solution for you. So, like, for her to basically kind of like the way she talks I'm like there is no self-awareness a hundred percent none and like how you're acting and what you're saying and what you're doing like you still think that you had every right to act the way you acted and you see no fault in that and that is not a mentally stable person like any normal person would be like would look at that and be like you know what I think I messed up and she did say like you know what I wish I can take back the last 48 hours she did fucking say that but then she's like basically like what you said she does where she kind of contradicts herself and she's like saying other things like you know what i mean like a bad compliment with her yes it's It's so frustrating watching her videos she'll say one thing and then the best way i can describe it is it's a backhanded compliment like yeah i've I've watched all the videos for the most part Mm -hmm. and it's crazy and i think what she's really fucking herself with now is she's really showing people how much she manipulates the situation and how she perceives things in a way that other people do fucking not yeah i mean a a lot of the things she keeps saying is well she was saying Mm -hmm. i was trying to have a conversation about 
transgender people and the violence against them. And I was being talked over with. They didn't want to listen to me. And it's like, Trisha, you were having a conversation about how you just seen broke. You had just saw (laughs) broke back mountain for the first time, despite the fact it is how old Keith Ledger's been dead for fucking it's like a 13 plus years years. he's been dead for a very long time and it's not like it was an indie movie that nobody saw it won (laughs) major awards everyone talked about it because it caused such a thing when it came out that's what you were talking about yeah and you were mad that they basically were being what friends do and talking shit about, yeah, Trisha, we, we've seen it. We know what you're talking about. If I try yeah. to talk to someone about, hey, I just saw fucking Goonies for the first time. Let's have a conversation with it. People be like, yeah, um, let's go find a time machine when I was fucking like eight. And then we can go fucking have a conversation. Get away from right. it. Right, right. I want to hear <laughs> you just talk about a movie that's been out for fucking forever. No, and it and just shows you how manipulated of a situation she fucking is. Just yeah. like the same with why she's getting called anti-Semitic. Now, in the past, she has really made some type of shit. People have called her out <laughs> on that for the longest time. Her shit with Jewish men is an absolute fetish. It's bizarre. It she constantly contradicts with herself about it. Tons of TikToks. Mm-hmm. And when she was going at Ethan last night, she was showing text messages, which she always swears she never does. But when she was doing, when she was sending it back and forth, like they were talking about percentages and she was like, oh, you're being very Jewy. You can't talk to people like that. Like there isn't no. the things you say. Well, she Especially, thinks she's Jewish. <laughs> well, then at the same time, when you really talk to her about it, she talks about, she swears to fucking Christ. She's a, a fucking very faithful Christian. And Jesus Christ is the reason she's sober right now. Because she wouldn't even talk about the little Nas X shit. Because she didn't want to talk about anything associated with the devil. Oh, please. Because that's how religious she is. So she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about ever. Mm -mm. And she has absolute no sense of humor. No. And that's what they were really like when she really got mad. They were being friends, having a conversation. Like you're trying to joke with your friend. Mm -hmm. She didn't get it. She read the room wrong and got nasty. And she always goes for the same thing. When Ethan was getting, well, he is getting sued. But when that whole thing with Triller first happened, she made a big deal about how, like, I'm not a co-owner in any of this, right? And he's like, no. Okay, okay, cool, cool. I don't want to get sued. I don't want to get sued. And then now you're, that's the first thing you're saying is like, I didn't know I was just an employee. It's like contradiction. (laughs) There's so much shit of her contradicting herself. And I think that's what she really can't take is people are really pointing it out. She's trying to paint this narrative and people are going right back with Trisha. This didn't happen. This yeah. Proof that a, B and C didn't happen. And she's mm-hmm. still going crazy at Gabby Hanna too. And it's just like, stop. Just anyone who's had any type of internet drama. The first thing they'll tell you is just get off the fucking line. Yeah. It shows she doesn't have anyone strong in her life. They're letting her be on fucking line. Last week she talked shit about 
Rylan Adams about how he doesn't respect his fans, this, this, and that. He told Shane to get the fuck offline. He took the phone right out of fucking Shane's hand when Shane tried to make a fucking fool out of himself that last year on live, the last time he was on fucking his own social media. Uh He was reacting to that Tati video. Yeah. Trisha has no one in her life to do that for better or worse. And it's really Uh worse. And, you know, she brought up, she brought up how she really wished like frenemies was its own separate thing. She doesn't like that. It's an H3 production. It's unfair to her such and such and such. And, you know, she knows how to do production things. She puts her, time and money into a lot of high scale things and how come she's never like given any like input on that like no one ever considers her despite her like resume and it's another case of you're manipulating the fucking narrative now because Mm -hmm. you've said multiple times nothing you ever do really makes money those music videos the fucking skincare fucking shit it it seems like a goddamn troll. And she was already mad about that because the prior, the day before, she had been getting called out because she released her skincare shit. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about it's an unfiltered face. You don't need an unfiltered thing. And you're using a filtered lens. Yeah, exactly. And I saw people in the comment section saying that. It's so campy. The packaging's mm-hmm. awful. The name's oh, yeah. awful. Trish as an elixir. Yeah. The packaging <laughs> has her face on it. I don't want to. It looks tacky. It does. And it's, and like, it's no expensive one, too. Yeah. No one's going to fucking give it the time of day just because of how shitty the packaging is. It could be amazing. But like she said, she even says, yeah, I probably just wasted my money on that. Or she spends so much on the fucking commercial, you don't make money from any of the products. So, like, with the sad boy shit, her merch, she spends so much on the production of it, it's not even going to fucking, she's not going to even recoup it in sales. Mm -hmm. They also were fighting about, because she was, like, throwing all those percentages at last night on Twitter about, like, the frenemies, this, and her percentage of the merch. And Ethan, what really, what, one of the things he deleted, he talked about how he sunk his half of the frenemies money into the Teddy Fresh on their second collab that's coming out next month. That now there's no podcast, there's no nothing. So what the hell is he supposed to do with this fucking Teddy Fresh merch? And I think you know, people will buy it. Up. People will probably still fucking buy it, but it's still mm-hmm. it's it's fucked up. And he also pointed out the fact that. He's never, they never made her put up any type of money. They've always covered the Teddy Fresh stuff. They never. And she's getting half of it, isn't she? Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Fuck that. He gives her a lot more money than she understands that I think she gets. That's what, uh, that's what also people are pointing out to her. Like she doesn't have any real sense of the shit. Cause there's been a few times on the show where. She's like talked about money where she's like, well, I, when I stopped worrying about money, that's when I got money. And he cut her off. And he's like, Trisha, that's not how like a everyday people, that's not their reality. You can't just tell people stop thinking about money. And that's how you make money. He's like, that's, 
you can't tell people that that's not a smart thing to say and that but that just shows she's kind of really in a kind of well she is in a very delusional state right and if yeah. and if she's ever out of it i i don't know it's clear how she acted the other day uh-huh. that this isn't every day but i mean that is her every day Mm-hmm. That's how and, and yeah. they even said i'm sick of walking on eggshells around you that's yeah. what ethan said and it's very valid and you can see in the way people react to her you have to handle her with kid gloves and that's mm-hmm. not a sign of someone who's getting the type of therapy that they're claiming they're getting mm-hmm. or you know right now she keeps saying she's not in any type of manic episode. Her mental health is good. But this behavior is, what else would you call it? Yeah. It's insane. It really is. Yeah. You know, another thing, too, I want to point out is, like, you know, again, this is coming from, like, my own perspective on it, just somebody who, like, understands in some way. But... Another another viewpoint I had on the situation is relatable in the sense where, like, I don't want to explain this in a, in a way, but I feel like me in the past with relationships I've been in, like, I would do this thing like she did on the episode where if I got called out for a behavior like, hey, I think you're upset, I would immediately say that I wasn't even though I knew that I was. And I was probably doing things on purpose to show that I was frustrated without really wanting to say that I was frustrated. And I think a lot of it for me with not admitting that I was upset was like, I didn't know that I didn't have the ability at the time to explain why I was because I was too nervous to. And that's really why I never owned up to like any of the times I was in a bad mood or I would have a short fuse and a short temper and I would be just really feeling some type of way. And you know, like, I'm not saying that I was ever perfect in that sense. I had my moments, but a lot of that was because of the fact that I was walking on eggshells and I was nervous about the reaction that I was going to get from the person that I was having the confrontation with, because a lot of it for me was like, I don't want the argument. So I'm just going to like hide in my little corner and then just constantly say that I'm not upset. And then I would get defensive and, and I would get kind of like, um, oh, you're just being crazy and all that stuff. I would kind of go to them and be like, you know, stop, like start asking me questions. Like that's not fair. And, you know, I look at, I look back at myself and I think like, it wasn't really me. It was more so the situation I was in. I, I learned that in therapy because I haven't, I don't do that with, nor- with normal people. Like I don't react to things aggressively with normal people unless I have to, but like, when I was watching her get defensive and upset, I also looked at it in a way where it's like, maybe she just didn't want like people to judge her for being, for having a moment. Do you know what I mean? Like I kind of looked at it in another way where it was like, maybe like she knows how she is and that's embarrassing for her because as somebody who exhibits behaviors that I find embarrassing, I don't want to admit that to people. You know what I mean? It's like, And I just, I kind of looked at it in another light where I was like, not anything she's doing is correct because she's being really mean 
and she's making her supposed best friend feel bad about being happy with having kids after his own wife struggled with infertility issues. Um, but I just kind of was like, not on her side really ever. But in that moment, I was like, I can understand if she felt nervous about expressing herself in that moment, um, just because of her past and, and episodes that aired before where she knows it goes downhill because whether people want to believe this or not, I do think somewhere in her mind, she's a little bit self-aware and she can see where she's heading down South, but she has too much pride and too much narcissism as a person to stop and say like, okay, like I think I'm having a moment. I need to step away. So instead she kind of acts out on purpose. She kind of is the way she is on purpose because that is better than having to then explain how you actually feel. And I kind of looked at it on that side too. Like, um, I hope that made sense because to me it does, but I don't, I think it made perfect sense when you talked about how, you know, her reaction was very human. Yes. Yeah. I've been in relationships or sport. I, I have where I, I know I've been in a bad mood. I know I've been acting and I was acting so. And when I was asked what's wrong, I said nothing. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And I always, my reasoning for that was I didn't know how to have the conversation. I was too scared to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to stand up for myself where as to now I do. And I know not to keep my mouth shut when I'm unhappy and it's okay to express your feelings and it's okay to try to fix something. It's okay to say no too, which mm-hmm. I think the podcast at the end of the day, it was, it's not good for either of them. No. Cause it's not okay for them to have to walk on eggshells around a certain person and it's not okay for her to be exploited for having that type of temperament either. Yeah, exactly. She was going to act like this regardless. And yeah. that's what she's been saying, especially in like the later, like this later past 48 yeah. hours. She's really sticking to that. Uh-huh. But yeah. I do think when she's going for it, she does realize in that moment, hey, should I turn this down or should I just go for it? And I think she just says, I'm going to go for it every time. Yeah, right? I if think I'm so going to make a scene, I'm going to make a scene. Mm-hmm. And when he doesn't react or the person, whoever she's going at doesn't mm-hmm. react, she gets more and more. And he really wasn't reacting. And then what really fucking pissed her off was... He kind of stood his ground. Yeah. He called her on his bullshit. He asked her for the examples when he came back with examples. And at the end of the day, like I saw one comment where people where she brought it up and people were agreeing with her about how, you know, why can't Trisha do stuff? Trisha knows how to mm-hmm. do stuff. Let Trisha do stuff. Trisha doesn't really have a sense for how to fucking do shit that captures on a podcast. Yeah. Like one of her, she was mad about one of the suggestions and you know, these could be vlogs and sure that is a little different, but mm-hmm. you know, this is a podcast at the end of the day. She's talking, they're talking about segment podcasts, 
like po- like segments on the podcast. And she was mm-hmm. like, well, I wanted to do ballroom dancing. That got shot down. I wanted to do aerial gymnastics and that got shot down. And I wanted us to go uh, make pottery, but that got shut down. And those were great ideas. And I don't understand why, why I get acted like, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I do all these wonderful things. It's like, Trisha, those aren't, you can't do that. You can't listen to pottery on a podcast. Uh-uh. Yeah, you could do vlogs about that, but how interesting is that really? I like I'll listen to the podcast. I don't watch when they fucking bake a cake. I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, God, I don't want to watch the food fucking network. Especially when it's like a half an hour, 45 minute thing. Mm-hmm. That's like an episode of something. I'm not yeah, I'm not down yeah. for that. I don't want to see fucking. I don't want to see your like scatterbrain moments of you guys out mm-hmm. of breath trying to break dance. Or <laughs> honestly, I know a lot of like the earlier episodes 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 ended with them doing trivia because she loves trivia. No, mm-hmm. I don't want that's you know, and a lot of people were upset because you know she called out R- Rylan Adams. I know I talked about this and I never got to finish the point earlier because he was pissed off at his fans he said he didn't like their comments they weren't and she kind of like got really nasty about how like your fans you're supposed to listen to them you're supposed to take what they like if they wanted you to be like if they want something from you you shouldn't be mad that they want it basically Mm -hmm. Uh, the irony a week later yeah but people (laughs) i saw in the reddit were talking about how they sent in the relationship or the fan advice stuff that she shot down as stupid and just irrelevant and just a bad idea. People were really hurt by that because that's her fans reaching out to her and she just shed on them. Like she shit on them. I thought that was a cute idea. I did too. And you would have thought she would have liked it, but she wasn't talking about herself. I think she's embarrassed. You can really tell right now she's embarrassed and she's still, she's not helping mm-hmm. herself. No, she's I constantly keep going and going and going. And now she's trying to push a narrative about how, and it's also very hurtful. And this is another thing that's fucking her. The, that friend of me show, it really seemed like the, the diehard fans really cared for these people. And they're mm-hmm. young. And for her now to go on her Twitter and be like, well, front of me fans were never my fans. They were never my real fans. And now she's going with the whole, well, when you're in the good light, though you don't care about all the bad you have, but when they're mad, yeah, now you're the piece of shit. And I knew this was going to happen, you know, basically being a Debbie Downer. Yeah, yeah, she was. Manipulating, the, doing the same shit she did on front of me's. A few days. Like she just keeps replaying the same fucking incident over and over again. And she's doing it on a more grander scale each time. And now she's making comments about how, well, you know, this is really going to financially hurt me. And I walked away from a lot of money. And I, but I'm doing this. And, you know, if she's really happy to do this for her mental health, fine. Go ahead. Do that. Do that. She also started bringing up about how she hasn't felt right since her last freak out. And the stuff she said to Gila wasn't right. And she really has a lot of guilt over that. And she doesn't know how to deal with that because 
ever since then, Ela's just been nothing but nice, and Ethan's just been nothing but nice, and then it's insult, 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 insult. And she's like, but, <laughs> and then, but she was also bringing up the fact that this is obviously taking a toll on her relationship mm-hmm. because, you know, at the end of the day, that's Moses's family. Yep. His sister's pregnant. And it has to be a lot on him, too. I can only imagine they're fighting. Yeah. What that's like. Because I think he's crazy, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I bet he gets insane, too. Oh, yeah. He looks like he... Oh, yeah. It looks like he was, like, really... Like, in all her videos, he comes across very, like, stable-minded. It's, like, a bit off-putting a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's almost like he's too, um, too chill. Yeah. So I bet you when his camera's off, he's... No. And the reason I don't buy it, and I know people are going to be like, well, you know, they think he's autistic and how dare you? No. No. Because I've heard <laughs> how they fight. Yeah. And he's very more self-aware than he fucking plays it off to be. He really seems like he manipulates fucking conversations, too. That's how I know it's not a fucking good relationship. Because when they were all fighting, and, you know, it really does seem like she tries to alienate him from his family. I bet she's done that in all of her relationships. She seems, she has the personality for it, where if she's allowing you into her life, she's the only person. She's a narcissist. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> she alienates she does like you can tell that she wants like everyone to be on her corner mm. it kind of you know i'm gonna keep it real with you like again not that i'm standing up for like jeffree star because who's jeffree star at this point i feel like he's another person that's kind of like he's fucking crazy himself he fell off the board but um i kind of wonder what their dynamic was as a friendship because like we've heard like her side of the story but, like, I kind of would love to understand, like, two people like that being friends does not work, obviously. You but, saw how it was. It was exactly how they it was fucking but, portrayed by the hairstylist. They were just straight up nasty to each other. And I bet she's very hard to deal with. I bet she's that person who is the friend who gets sloppy fucking drunk. And it's just a fucking nightmare. You know, like, the friend you go out with who cries yeah. in the middle of, like, partying, like, hysterical sobbing. You have to take care of them for the whole night mm-hmm. type deal. She's probably yep. that person where she's going to tell you a story about how she's fucking molested. Oh, make it awkward. At 8 p.m. Yeah. yeah for So you're just like, oh, fuck. Well, he constantly has to be the center of the star. Ah, so yeah, no doubt they didn't get along. And, yeah. he's, and you know, he's fucking catty bitch himself. Like Exactly. Yeah, I mean, she's just the person he thought he could get away with making fun of. That's the people he keeps in his life so he can make fun of. Right, exactly. Well, you know, I will say, like... I do, I do kind of feel like, regardless of the outcome of all this, like, I really, I just really hope that, like, Ethan, you know what I mean? I think, like, I'm going to give a really honest opinion about something, and I'm going to say it. 
I think Ethan just needs to focus on his H3 podcast. I think he needs to focus on himself and his production company and stop putting all of his energy into somebody who does not put the equal amount of energy back into him. No, she doesn't even consider him a friend. And I think that's the saddest part is she's always been very quick to say about how she doesn't really like, I don't really know you like we were talking about it like off the podcast, but when you Mm -hmm. were saying I would never speak to you like that, Mm -hmm. I'm maddest. I would never, I don't even think I could have those like feeling no. and when mm-hmm. someone's that nasty to you when you're just trying to be your their friend they know what they're doing mm-hmm. you're doing this because you thought that person was going to stick around because when people are always like i always push people away but i just repeat i just repeat my thing with when people say that is there's always a moment of clarity when that's happening where you choose to do it again Right. Where you're like, yeah, this is just going to end the same. Yep. You keep doing it. Because a lot of that shit comes with you after breaking the cycle yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to do that, then history does repeat. And it's just very sad. Like, it's just really sad. And, you know, he is not innocent either in the fact where he should have never been doing a podcast with someone this who's not stable. There's there's something very wrong. Like she needs a lot of help. You knew this was going to be even just the shit with how it went with her getting in a relationship with Ela's brother. Yeah. With the drama of that, the shit she said about that in the beginning, like the stuff she said about you just to her past behavior. Because he made fun it of It started her. off as a joke. And this is yeah. where the joke got you. It's almost like, <laughs> it's almost like fucking pretty woman. And the fact we're like Richard Gere mm-hmm. he falls in love with the prostitute mm-hmm. and then the prostitute leaves him. <laughs> and this is real life. And the prostitute didn't decide, okay, I'm going to stop my life and I'm going to go be rich Beverly Hills life <laughs> with you. No, she went back to hooking. And then he yeah. fucking slam against your chapatis, but like she fucking knows her gig. And I think this is also easier for her. Yeah. She doesn't like doing the she doesn't like the fucking consistency of having to be fucking responsible for other people's emotions. She doesn't care about other people's emotions at the end of the day. She doesn't fucking right. care. No. She doesn't want the responsibility of it. And I think she really got upset when she didn't like the fact that Ethan didn't dismiss the staff. She was dismissing the staff and she wanted Ethan to follow her. And be like, yeah, they don't know what they're doing. He would never. Yeah. And she got put in her place and she didn't like that. She's yep. like, she just seems like the type where she's really thought, yeah, if I want you fired, you're going to be fired. And I don't think she liked the fact that she didn't have that over there. Mm-hmm. That she had to constantly. In one of her YouTube videos, she was talking about how like when Ethan wanted them to get pizza, she was like, you know, the staff was busy filming our show and he made them go get pizza. Um, Ethan could have went and got the pizza. It's like, you guys are doing a podcast. He was supposed to just get up, stop the <laughs> podcast to go get pizza and then bring it back. Right. He's hired- 
he pays those people to do shit like that. Yeah. They know going into it, that's what they're probably going to fucking do. And you're like, it's not about money, but you're the one who keeps bringing up the fucking money. The whole reason people are calling you anti-Semitic right now is because you're trying to be petty about money, even though you don't care. Everything you don't care about, you keep bringing up more and more and more, and it keeps fucking you more and more and more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we knew this fucking was going to end like this. If you like, you have no fucking common sense if you didn't think it was going to end like this. And it finally did. Like, it went up in a fucking smoky fucking thing, and it keeps getting more and more to the point where, like, it can't go on. It's not healthy for them to go on. No. I hope he stands his ground with just being like, no, you can go fuck off now. I think like, you will. Can, I think a lot of it will have to do with, like, probably Hila being like, listen, Honestly, no. she's probably like, you have to stop. Like, we're having kids. We can't have this around. This can't affect the pregnancy. We can't have the stress of her mm-hmm. trying to cancel us or expose us every time she's having a bad day. Yeah. That's what she really did. Like, she just, but, and, oh, man, and that's your family. Like, that's your aunt. At the end of the day, like that's your sister-in-law. The tension that has to cause in the family. Yeah, definitely. Because how do you go have like say it's all canceled the next time you are all having dinner together? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not having dinner together for a while. Yeah. And it's also like it's just fucked up. She fucked up, and she knows she fucked up. That's why she can't deal with it. Yeah, she knows well, she fucked herself, and she, she can't spin it as people can't really be on her side. And everyone that is on her side, you're just as fucking delusional as her. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that. Like, I love when like this person posted a TikTok today that was like, "No matter how wrong I think Trisha is, I will never say she's wrong." I'm like, exactly. You are a part of the problem. Like. You're already saying, like, you know what, though she is wrong and I'm aware of that, I'm not going to, like, admit guilt in this situation. I'm just going to take her side immediately. And anyone that would take her side, like, that's why I got into a fucking fight this morning with this, probably a fucking 13-year-old, because people love fucking diagnosing themselves on mental health TikTok. And I'm going to keep it real. I thought I had BPD too because of TikTok videos. And I talked to my therapist about it and she was like, I think I would tell you if I thought you had that. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so I don't have it. And she was like, no, I would tell you if I thought maybe you should talk to like a doctor, a psychiatrist. Um, but it's so easy to get stuck on mental health TikTok and think you have all these issues. But for people to say that what he did was gaslighting. <laughs> Oh, look at the term. It's like saying toxic or triggered. People say it so much it's lost its meaning. Like, uh, it's so true. It pisses me off. And then when you tell them you're wrong, quit gaslighting me. You're part of the problem. I love when everyone's like, she's self-sabotaging again. How sad. She doesn't know how to handle her emotions. (laughs) I was like, she's a 33-year-old woman. She's fine. She can handle her shit. Like, yeah. if she's self-sabotaging, yeah. then so fucking be it. I'm sorry. Like, my thing with that is, for how nasty she is to others and unforgiving and unyielding at times, 
Um, no, people have the right to be just as harsh, and they're never as harsh as she no. ever is. And that's not her mental illness. You can't blame that. Shitty behavior is shitty behavior. Yeah. And it, yeah, it is. At the end of the day, it is. And the shit she says sometimes is unforgivable. Yes. She goes for the fucking throat when she's yeah, mad. Yeah, that's what she does. Like, she goes for, like, I'm going to slit your fucking throat. And I've been there before. Like, I've been so pissed at people that I've literally been like, what's the meanest thing I can say to you right now to fucking hurt your feelings because of how you just made me feel? Mm-hmm. Like, I've been there before. I've done some nasty shit like that. But, like, I never once, like, hold my ground. Usually, like, the next day, I'm like, oh, okay, like, I lost my temper. Like, that was 100% on me. But mm-hmm. it's very rare that that side of me even comes out in the first place. So I get it. Like, when people get upset, people deal with it in a different way, but... At the end of the day, she is a grown-ass woman. She's an adult. She knows what the fuck she's doing. Like, she's never been... You know, I'm not going to even try to, like, undermine her mental health because, like, I understand that she's someone that suffers from it. That's fine. But I think that the best thing in this situation, the best outcome is they both just need to step away because clearly Trisha wants to have a Trish, like have the Trisha show. Like Tyra Banks had a show. Ellen had a show. Like she probably would love the fuck out of that. Like let her fucking figure that out. And then let Ethan just focus on revitalizing his H3 podcast. Because now at the end of the fucking day, Ethan has gained an audience of people that were once Trisha's followers that are probably now his because of this whole situation. So if anything, he might potentially gain more people and more viewers on his own podcast. Or, you know, a lot of the criticism, because I also want to talk about another thing. I'm not going to get too into it because I know you don't know who Steven Crowder is. Ethan's had a really tough week. He's been getting called out a lot. And it's been like, throughout the years but now it's becoming more and more and this whole thing happening really shows it yeah the content a lot his biggest fucking complaint and the reason people don't like him is because mm-hmm. of how much his content has changed yes it has i agree that's why i stopped watching it went from it got very childish that's mm-hmm. and especially with like trisha paytas it's just all drama and i get it, the drama is what sells Right. But it also alienated his fan base and that's what yep. made him. And I think he needs to find like a medium to please the fans of now and the plan- fans of old. And it needs yeah. to really, he needs a focus. And for so long, frenemies and Trisha, he's been obsessed with Trisha Paytas. Yes. I yes, think he yes. just really like, he really got into the idea of, I want you to be my friend. We're best friends. Yeah. It's kind of like, his relationship with Post Malone. Yes. Yes. I agree with that. And it is very sad. And that just shows that it's another reason they don't need to be around because you shouldn't be giving your all to someone who doesn't even fucking give you a fucking 25%. Mm-hmm. Who's constantly waiting for a moment to call you out on shit, but then say, well, I really didn't mean it. No, if people say the same shit enough, they fucking mean something by it. If you're constantly bringing it up every time we're in a fucking bad fucking way with each other, you're obviously pressed about it. It's obviously a fucking issue. The money is the issue. The fact that, well, you know, it's just, 
why would you even want to fucking hire another staff, another thing? She made a comment about how, well, we could have put it on my YouTube channel and I could have helped me grow. You have way more fucking followers. You have like 3 million more followers than need it. Mm-hmm. You, have, you were the bigger channel. What are you talking about? Because none of your videos get a lot of views unless it's fucking drama related. Yeah. Oh, fucking well. Well, she has OnlyFans. Yeah, but at the same time, how long is that going to fucking last? <laughs> and hey, yeah. And she's also getting a reality show with this wedding. If it happens. Without yeah. these, you know, I've been pretty fucking accurate this entire time. So yeah, I'm saying right now it ain't happening. No. no. Anytime someone's like, I'm going to have a multi-million dollar wedding and we're going to have like three different ceremonies. She's like, oh, one's in Malibu. I think one's in LA. And then she's, she's like, well, the other one's going to be in Israel. They're not letting her in Israel. Let's fuck be honest. They're not letting her in Israel. No. <laughs> no. That's You're not, not getting happening. on the plane. You're not getting on the plane. No. No. So, yeah, she's supposed to be filming a reality show for her wedding. So, don't focus on that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what she is. I think she doesn't want to do it anyway. I think she went there being like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't know. That's the mood she was in. Was yeah. Even though it could, that was only a momentary mood she was mad she was having a bad day i the gabby hannah stuff has very much got to her that entire mm-hmm. fucking i think really she wanted to keep talking about gabby hannah and she wanted to talk about it nobody yeah, she, else. she just wanted to rant and the the buzzfeed article which you know trisha you're 33 years old and you're like i didn't know buzzfeed was a bad news article <laughs> i didn't know that they weren't legit it's like come on they're not really like good or bad they kind of just like no they're fucking horrible they've been called yeah. out multiple times for how biased they are and how fuck but that's all any type of news you don't pay for it's all biased it's all fucking biased so don't fucking but that's another fucking oh and i guess um the insider wrote an article about her being anti-Semitic. So now she's raging against Insider. It's like, oh, kind of like how like Insider wrote about Jeffrey Saar, James Charles, David Bro- Dobrik. You didn't think they were going to write about you? <laughs> like, right. they're not your friends. Like, you have such a warped sense of fucking reality. Well, she's never really had true friends. Like, Everything she does is for the purpose of, like, making a profit out of it. Like, she doesn't really... I don't think she genuinely cares about having friends. I think she'd be she happy. If, I she think I'd be so. really happy if it was just her sister, her, and her mom. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. those people no, no. aren't going to... It's because the reason why she doesn't want friends is because friends hold each other accountable. Friends she make sure that... She them all. So yeah. then her family isn't going to say shit against her. Exactly. That's what I'm saying is, like... Family sometimes will have your back even if they know it's wrong. Oh yeah, that's that's family. So it's easier for her to kind of have them Especially as a especially trio. She's paying them exactly. That's why I was like, of course she wants her sister to be fucking hired on front of me is because she, her sister's on her fucking payroll. 
you're saying it's not fair that one of her things she kept bringing up was the the new hire was somebody's girlfriend. She that like that's inappropriate. But then you're like, well, I want my sister to be like production assistant. Yeah, isn't that a little inconvenient? Isn't that a little too much? Well, they said Moses couldn't come to on set, and it's like, well, at the time you were having, you didn't want Moses to be talked about on the show at all. Yeah. So why should he come to the set? Right. I bet you she's going to start her own podcast. She's already had one. It didn't do well. Really? Yeah. Dish with Trish. She talked about it. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. And that was another thing where she like paid. She's like, when I did my podcast, we had two cameraman and this and that. It's like what you just said was a waste of time. It didn't do the numbers anywhere near what you do with frenemies. Mm-hmm. You admitted to that. <laughs> oh, and she tried to say, well, you didn't have any sponsors until I, I brought the original sponsors. And oh, yeah, said, I saw what that, What does that too. mean? Like, what are you because she thinks she, Because she thinks she's better than Ethan. That's really what it is. But then when he does things that exhibit behaviors that's better than her, then she gets upset. I think she really looks at herself above him in a lot of ways. That's sad. I think some people like that, dude. Some people look at friendships as like competition where they're just like, I will never, I never want to be lower than you. You know, it's like, there's some hating ass people. It's like that thing where they're saying like, if your friend, your friends never hyped you up. Like if you have a friend who is like, oh yeah, you look great in that outfit or like tells you you're pretty, then they're a hating ass bitch. Like people will like not hype other people up who are yeah. friends because they're jealous or they're haters. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I believe that. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Insecure like, females are dangerous. Yes, and she's an insecure female. <laughs> Let's Very. be honest here. You know, she hates that she's gained weight. She constantly mentions, like, I've gained 30 pounds since my engagement. And I'm like, okay. And I like, I just, well, I don't understand. I work out. And it's like, no, I've seen your fucking mukbang videos. Even if I don't watch them, but you're like, terribly. Well, she's uh, clearly, like, not to be rude at all, but, like, because who fucking cares if she's gained weight? But, like, you can tell from the first episode to now that she has. And it's, like, not really, like, unobvious. But I just hate that she brings it up so, so much. And then she constantly is, like, telling Ethan that he can't lose weight and stuff. Because, again, she wants to be looked at. Well, now he is losing weight. And she made comments about how, like, oh, you're too skinny. You look weird. Like, you're looking different. And he's trying to be healthy for his children. He said exactly. that. He was like, I need to lose weight for my kids so I can be around for a long time. And he's a naturally skinny person. Exactly. I don't know. I guess we'll see. This isn't like the end of it for sure. Like, Well, they're supposed to be families to so know. So we'll see. But I think they're definitely going to have to take a break for a while. They're not. But honestly, at the same time, if this is like, and I know they're going back and forth. Well, if the production actually said that they were upset with her or not, because mm-hmm. there is a discord thing going on where one of the production people came out and said, like, we have no problem or basically trying to stay neutral in the situation. Yeah. Cause they uh, deleted the frenemies discord. Cause it was just getting so nasty between people. I believe her that. fans. Yeah, which, you know, it does nothing when you encourage bad behavior. 
when you're telling someone, no, it's okay, you can be this way, like, you're not helping them at the end of the day. Like, you're not, no. you're not being a positive influence. And I just always take it as that's just someone trying to be someone's friend. Like, they think they're going to get some type of satisfaction from the person they're defending, and they're never going mm-hmm. to. This person doesn't care about them yep. at all. Yep. Or, you know, people relate to other people, so they see themselves. So they're kind of defending themselves in that way. Yeah. But either way, it ain't right. It makes it just shows what a fucked up person you are. Right. And how you're probably just as equally as shitty. Yeah, no, no, I agree. We'll see how it pays out. It's we'll definitely it not done. No, it's not. No, because uh, he has, he's going to, this is so big that you have to, he has to address it mm-hmm. on his fucking thing. She's released like three, four videos on top of everything on Twitter. Yeah, I'm kind of interested if he does it on the After Dark podcast, which I'm sure he's probably going to. Mm-hmm. But he's also I'm sure. Probably- I'm sure Hila's got something to say too, and she has a right too because once again she got brought into it. Because mm-hmm. the last video, Trisha brought her up more and more. She talked about Hila quite a bit. Yep. About how she, oh, I never felt comfortable in their home. Like, how do you say that? How do you like that? Is so fucking disrespectful. And that's probably on you. Like, if that is what you feel, then that's projection. Like, don't make yeah. it seem like it's because of them. It has something to do with you, not them. And it's Again, like, it's your own insecurity that's making yeah. you feel that way. It's another fucking example of how she's trying to create a problem when nothing's wrong. Like, you're yep. trying to, well, this just seems really weird. Don't you think this is weird? I just always felt weird. Like, that's the shit you're trying to do. Where it's like, no, mm-hmm. it's nothing weird. You're just trying to find a problem. Yep. And I get it. Like, if you're uncomfortable with someone, like, fine. But what? Like, people were being nice to you, and you thought that was weird. Like, you're trying to make it seem like you felt unsafe now. Mm-hmm. That you've never been encouraged when people are bending over backwards for you. Yeah. And she just, like, she just insulted everything this whole last year. So we'll see what happens. We'll see, man. Go get them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, that concludes the Trish episode. Yeah. Part two is Ethan. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm not saying he's, you know, he's not perfect, but he's, Definitely he, not. I, I don't think that he did anything necessarily that wrong. I think he was making humor because he was uncomfortable. Yeah. I think anytime that he was being I think he was trying to lighten the mood. Trying to he was. You can tell he was. He, he was knew really exactly trying to get it back on track. Yeah, he was he's trying to like glaze over it. He's a fucking host, dude. Like he should. That's what hosts do. Like when they see it going fucking south, then they take they take control and they try to ma- put it back together again. And also, he knew exactly where that was going. A hundred percent knew where that was heading. And he was just trying to like make jokes, but she's not someone that you can do that with when she's upset. Doesn't so. understand humor. No. She takes so, it as you're trying he to tried. Be, yeah. He tried. So I give it to him. He like he's kept patient. He he didn't give her the reaction that she wanted. So I'm no. happy he, he stood didn't his ground. No. It's not like the last time like Well, I know there's been a few times where she stormed off, but mm-hmm. the one where like once again he was in an Uncle Fester costume. Mm-hmm. Uh 
he just sat there as she screamed and yeah. she stormed off. Like he didn't say anything, but like, I, I did like, and I've said it before. He actually went back at her. Like, he called her on her bullshit and she can't handle it. Yep. She can't be, she can't handle being called on her own bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know, they talked about, she must also have like, she's obviously has some type of lying problem. I'm not going to call her a pathological <laughs> liar, but she definitely manipulates the reality of the situation a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's very Bundy-esque. Cause they always talked about with Bundy, like one of the reasons why he would never admit to the crimes was because when someone is that much of a pathological liar, it fucks with their psyche so much to admit when they're wrong mm-hmm. that they have to keep up the lies because they can't deal with having to look at who they actually are. They can't deal with mm. it. And I'm not comparing her to Ted Bundy, but I'm just saying that type <laughs> of fucking logic. Well, lying is a part of being a pathological liar, like a white lie liar is part of being a toxic manipulative person. That's just part of the lying. Lying gets you nowhere fast is what I'm going to say. Like you just got to own up to the fucking shit you're doing and be real. Right. But, but yeah, she does have a habit of, I think. I told you I pretended I was from Florida and it ruined my life. (laughs) Hello. You never answer your motherfucking phone. 